Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and you're listening to Flip This with Steve Londo, the real estate investing podcast that focuses on finding and negotiating with motivated sellers and flipping houses without using banks or private lenders. You must be prepared to ignite. I'm already over my next bitch Reminiscing on listening to 50, 50 times a day Back when Tim Gray was like 50 days away Trying to get paid 50 ways a day Used to put 50 on the layaway Now my closet 50 shades of gray 26 and I done lived a lifetime a few times From food times to great coupons In church trying to get a little savings Yeah, coupon I spit that A1 every day I'm hitting new primes Now the stakes high Niggas surprised at the new lines Taking down my number like You still ain't got a new line? Nah, it's the same We been laboring for years I know it took way longer than nine months But fuck it, it's all in due time I turn a blunt to a roach With dreams of being a beetle Don't want to, I need to You gotta learn to keep it cerebral When you come up in a place Where everyone got a peace But ain't peaceful This is just part one Wait till the sequel Let's go, Tell them if they want it They can come and get that I swear all on my city I just want less See me, they say with me They ain't ready for that Detroit verse, everybody where they thirsty, starving to eat Just a step away from Valen That's why they call it the D Or you bleed the whole reason for all of this honesty Honestly, no honor roll But honor up and I'm straight Cause I'm a land boy, nigga Them young niggas hit Plan a stack on your head You bleed out like on Grand Rip If they think y'all hood harder Then I might make the dip Know some callous for the trigger For what's with shit and mud If the flicker hits it Just a bit so ask no remembering They say my city's suffering And too fat bitches scissoring So nigga, I'm a veteran 
like it was Before my life became a movie And they used to use my motherfucking trailer to tease me with But I flipped that script like a refiller Painkillers to pop the lid off that safety Still it made me feel amazing, maybe still a bravery And if I may reiterate, I ain't even need a script Ain't being conceited, but I made it to radio, eat a dick I still never ABC the shit Mainstream appeal with the skill is what made me Your listens before they called Jake Dilla I was daydreaming one day I would be the shit And if I ever end up escaping these streets I swear that I would stay here still And if I'm crazy, I'll always be real uh, Don't make me still an 18-wheeler Break all of my friends out of here And take them straight to the Mercedes Still appeal all back to the same block That we came from on the rampage You crazy for me to flip What's making you think I need a switch Cause I'm Adrian Peterson When he's raging and heated in On the way to go beat his kid On the track gets spanked like he just did I can't ever leave this bitch Sick of being treated like me and shit But Jesus, I can see just why people quit calling me To do features and them cyphers on BET Cause if I wasn't me, I probably would've wanna play with me Need the shit seems to be reaching this fever pitch 180 degrees in here Show the plate full of cedar chips MC just spit up more than they can chew Like a face full of Swedish fish On the rain with two penises Hateful ingeniousness, inconvenience And for the record, you won't want this type of static In your life when I'm making you clean to it They consider trying to re-insulate your winners Maybe in for another crazy winner Cause so cold in the day it is As days begin to take away But ain't this really what made me into the angry bit of blind But ain't we sick of being underdogs Don't make me unleash this shit Release this pit may even seem as if huh. I'm yanking your chain a bit Or maybe the way in which I'm saying shit is playing with you But ain't shit changing It's still the same shit And Shady's still a lady killer Since the day I went insane And then attacked the babysitter with a potato pillar And mushed her face into the entertainment center huh. Like another plane just sent it into Ukraine It can a Bermuda Triangle And attempted to make a safest And awaiting anyone who ain't affiliated It could be danger Did you make arrangements for the gangsters Who you came here And if they ain't tell us Tell them if they want it They can come and get that I swear all on my city I just want less See me, they say with me They ain't ready for that Detroit verse, everybody What up, though? Scott, Father, Trick, Trick Either ride with us Or get rolled on That means Detroit Everybody. Hey, M. Let me get that instrumental, take it down to the hood, let the little homies get this remix cracking. Detroit. Okay. Hello. How are you? Welcome, friends. Flip this. Two weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. However many weeks in a row, it's about to be endless. This is the Real Estate Investing Podcast that teaches you how to find and negotiate with motivated sellers to flip houses without using banks or private lenders. As always, I'm your host, Steve Londo, joined by the man, Jeremy Burgess. Sup? I'm a full-time wholesaler flipping houses in Detroit and its suburbs. Wholesaling, if you don't know, is where you go out, find someone that wants or needs to sell their house. <clears throat> negotiate a price to buy it, sign a contract for say 30,000 and then you go and market that property for 40,000, assign your contract to the buyer and you make the profit in between. Thanks for joining me. Again, this is the new format. I thank you all for listening and checking it out. Thanks for the feedback that we got in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback and a little bit of minor feedback. They didn't like how loud the music was when you were talking. Uh, but I got seven people who said they love the music, so keep it going, Good. man. Good. And I appreciate it. They love the deals. I think they just like people selling deals, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, we're in this to do deals, right? Absolutely. Is, that's why we we are all in this business. That's why you're listening to this podcast, so you can learn how to do deals. And uh, with that, let's jump right into the deals for this week. This week, I've got three. One of them is a repeat from last week. It is 1316 Lafayette in Lincoln Park. I've dropped my price for you guys, flip this listeners, for 43000 This is a three-unit 
multifamily home, big brick house, down river, Michigan. It's in Lincoln park. Uh, it's, it needs a little bit of work. The front of the, uh, porch definitely needs to just be torn off, um, tear the entire porch off the columns out, uh, build a nice new wooden deck there. And the front of it will look great inside. You've got some repairs in one of the upper units. The lower unit is rentable. Now the one of the upper one bedrooms is rentable. Now it is a three unit. The lower unit is two bedrooms, one bath. The two upper units are each one bedroom, one bath. And again, I'm looking for 43,000 and it is listed on the MLS now. In fact, I have a showing again tonight. So by the time this airs, I might already have an offer. Hey, isn't that the landlord's dream? This is right? the landlord's dream. The landlord's dream. Landlord's dream. If you dream. like cash flow, uh, bitches and yachts, <laughs> this is the property you should buy, right? That's right. Comes with free hand jobs if you buy it today. Well, says Jeremy, so he must be the provider. <laughs> I'll let him speak to that. Rough hands. <laughs> Rough hands. He chops a lot of wood. Um, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so that that's a really good property. Um, I don't think it'll be there by the time this airs. So that's why I'm being a little bit more low key on it. But these two properties here are pretty hot. This one is 17312 Flora in Melvindale. This is owner-occupied right now, so it's in good condition. It does need a little bit of work. Um, we need to redo the, the wood floors. They just need to be refinished. Some paint and carpet upstairs. Um, definitely paint throughout. A few pieces of plumbing need to be replaced. There's still some leftover galvanized hanging out. Um, the bathroom needs to be updated. And it does have an older furnace, um, but it's a solid property. It's in a it's, Again, this is a downriver area property. It's three bedrooms, two full baths. There's an unfinished basement. It's two stories and it's about 1,230 square feet. That's an older a house. house man. It's a nice little house, man. Yeah, nice vinyl. Is that vinyl sided or yep. aluminum sided? Vinyl siding. Um, there's really nice. no garage, but it's um, it's a solid, solid house. It's um, it probably I would say needs about eight to ten thousand in, in rehab. I don't generally give out the the numbers because it's so subjective and everyone's numbers are different. But just to kind of move this along, I'm kind of thinking eight to ten grand, and you can have this property for twenty four nine fifty. Like some weird numbers sometimes. Twenty four nine fifty. This house would probably rent for nine fifty to a thousand a month, I would think, because of its size. Um, again, this is a nice down river deal in Melvindale, wait, wait. so it needs ten. It needs ten, and you're basically asking twenty five. Twenty five. So yeah. for thirty thirty seven after closing costs. Yep. They can have a property that'll rent for nine fifty a month. Yep. Let's say nine hundred. They suck as landlords. Right? Sure, that's fucking good, man. That's great return. Really, really good return. And these are the types of deals that I want to bring you guys every week. These are the types that we see all the time. That's a great one. Yeah, that that is a landlord's dream. Would that be a flip? Would that flip well too, or is that just more like Detroit, like a great landlord deal? I'd say great landlord deal. I'm not sure what the flip you know up numbers are. What an ARV would be uh, in a place like Melvindale. It's more of a rental market. I'd say. <clears throat> but it's a really solid house. It's good structurally. Um, you know, it's in, in reasonably good condition. It just needs a little bit of sprucing up and, uh, it's rentable really as is if you just fix the, the couple of plumbing things. Um, and again, to get these before the podcast, you can go to 313cashdeals.com, sign up on the list to get these deals emailed to you every week, um, as they come. And then you can also stay on top of all of my, uh, full list of inventory and you can find that link as well. 313 cashdeals.com. The last deal 
this week. I don't remember if I talked about this one or not last week. We had a bunch last week. So um, this one is a tenant occupied. This is turnkey. The pen, uh, tenant right now is paying 700 a month. They've been there since June of this year. I've got a copy of the lease. I've got uh, a rental history for an accepted offer. There's no security deposit being held on this, um, but they're paying a good 700 a month. And I've got the, uh, the evidence and all that to back it up. This is a three bedroom, two bath. This is a big brick house. It's about 1200 square feet, a little less 1150 square feet, one car detached garage. Um, this is a probably a, I'd say a marginal neighborhood for it's a Detroit property. The address is 3737 Gladstone in Detroit, 48206. So it's 206 be like southeastern, yeah, southeast yeah. sort of. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's great area. I won't say it's horrible. This, this zip code actually, especially, I'm getting more and more interest in, um, from some of my buyers. So there's some, some phenomenal values there. Um, the street is, is okay. Not great. It's certainly not a war zone. Uh, I'm looking for 18,000 on this. So I don't know what that return is, but it's well over 25%. And if you like money, you should buy this house. Cause this will, this is like printing money. So, so I put that in my calculator and, uh, it came back fucking amazing. So that's <laughs> what it says. So you should buy that now. Nice brick, sexy, Nice big two story brick house. Uh, marginal. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Detroit, but uh, Detroit is coming back. I never thought I would live to see the day again. I've seen the whole fucking cycle now, but it is coming back and it's coming back in a big way. So even if you're someone who, uh, I don't know, maybe you flip the people overseas, this would be a perfect opportunity for that. Yep. Turnkey. Come get you some for $18,000, folks. Yep, yep. And certainly Detroit is is really coming back, and I would even argue that it is back. Um, there's so much opportunity in some of these types of areas where um, you're not going to get those outrageous prices that you will down in like Midtown and even f- everywhere that whole Woodward Corridor now is almost getting overpriced to where the values, at least to people like me, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled. I know what the numbers have been over the last few years. And uh, I'm still able to get those numbers for you guys in some of these markets that people are sleeping on. So before it all comes back and you're paying 40 and 50 grand for these houses again, yep. hit me up, 313cashdeals.com. So moving on to the next section, what's working and what's not? Well, I didn't really have a whole lot of time to think about what's working um, to be contrasting from last week. So I'm going to tell two stories this week. This is going to be my first flip. Um, so what's working is, uh, I'm closing on deals now. I think I warned you last week that this is going to start happening. If, um, I start to see these deals more and more and I was passing on them for years and just flipping them to you guys as wholesaler, you know, wholesaling them nonstop. And now I've decided that when the opportunity is right, just close on it. So this one was too good to pass up. It's a nice house out in East point brick ranch. Uh, we closed on it last week. We are starting the repairs, and, um, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, this is your wholesale deal you did it was a little th- bit more than a wholesale. No, this is a little more than a whole so This is like a real flip. This is a real flip. All yeah. right, man. Yeah. So we're doing, uh, redoing the floors. We're going to paint throughout the roof needs to be replaced as a tear off. So that's the biggest part is the roof, the roof on the house and the garage, uh, redo the gutters. And then it's really punchless type stuff. We got to do a new vanity in the bathroom. There was like, uh, it was wood with like a, almost like a, a peeled 
vinyl shit on it that it was starting to peel off. So it was like, it wasn't paint. You couldn't really sand it and paint it. Um, so we're going to replace that. The countertop was great. I think we're going to keep the countertop and the sink and all that. If we can, it's all in good shape. It looks good. So keep all of that it just needs to replace the, the actual vanity in there. And that's, that's it. Mostly downstairs, uh, refinish the, we have to drywall the basement bathroom. There's a second bathroom in the basement full drywall that, you know, and then paint fan, all the little things in the bathroom that one needs everything in the bathroom. So that's a full bathroom. Wait, that's what's model. working, right? Flipping yeah. is what's working. Flipping is what's working. That's why I, yeah. it is what's working. And what's working is me being able to close on them when I find the right ones. Um, I've always had the relationships around and I've kept them intact with private lenders, even though I don't use them very often. Um, knowing them, talking to them, um, sharing deals with them, sending them deals to, for them to flip, um, staying in the loop with them and, and, and in communication with them. When a deal like this comes up, I was able to take it down. So well, you're also known in the marketplace, right? True. So, yeah. yeah. It's hard not to know you. Yeah. So that's what's working, closing flips. And I can't wait, hopefully, by prior two episodes from now, this house will be on the market and even sold because I expect it to sell really quickly. It's going to be a beautiful house. So the what's not working, this is a this is a story. Um, I need to it's, – it's not a, a beat you up story to, to Mariah, who I have to give the heads up that I'm going to be talking about her on this podcast because <laughs> she really did a good job in the beginning with this deal. But this is something that this is proves um, a strategy or a, a standard that must be upheld. And I now have to drill this into my, my team. Um, last week we talked about what wasn't working. And I said, Google AdWords wasn't really working too well. Well, it is and it isn't. I've made money from it, but it's costing a lot more to get a deal. Well, one of the reasons I think is because of this example right here. We said you have to call those PPC leads back within five minutes. And if you don't, you probably aren't going to get the deal. So it's like a Zillow thing with with realtors. Just as if you don't call within five minutes, you basically might as well not call. Yep. And yep. and I'll show you why that's true. And I'll even send this um, screenshot to... Jeremy to show in the, uh, put in the show notes. I'll just have to black out any personal information from the seller and stuff. But basically this lady went to my website at 1250 on October 6th. Okay. So just, just before one in the afternoon, Mariah, my assistant entered the, the, the appraisal and the Zillow values. We just kind of quickly check that for a quick, quick and dirty search on what was this house worth um, before we can get to the comps. And that was done at 109. So like 20, 20 minutes later, 19 minutes later, not, not bad, right? No, not bad at all. And then she called and left a message at 112. So 22 minutes from lead to her calling. And she probably got the lead. I forwarded her to the email. So there was probably a few minute lag there, which I've already fixed that loop, but <clears throat> 22 minutes. And the, the problem on this one, well, she didn't get another phone call back until six days later. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I think the problem is what city, too. <sighs> what city are we in right now? Yeah, Royal Oak. Yeah, Royal Oak. That, that'll leave a mark. Wah, wah. So. Um, I'm feeling sick. Yeah. I, I'm I'm seeing five-figure paychecks fly out the window. Yeah. You know that emoji with the little cash with the wings? That hurts. Yeah, that's why I just walk it off, walk it off. So, um, that sucked, but there's a lesson here. The lesson is 
on especially PPC leads, we need to follow up immediately within five minutes, but then again, immediately send an email as well. So you call, email, text, and then you can uh, follow up again. And with a PPC lead like this, I'd probably say an hour, um, an hour or so later, try again. And then I would say no less than three times in that first day, because after that, it's probably not going to happen. So Mariah left four messages, sent an email. So she waited six days. Um, We're pretty busy. So I'm not like upset with her at the same time. That can't happen. So she's been talked to and understands the, the, the situation and we've, tried to address that but taking out the six-day lag there she still contacted them four times plus an email so she the seller finally responded hi mariah sorry we haven't gotten back to you we are in the process of moving we already sold the house thank you for your interest that was on october 14th so from october 6th when she hit my website to october 14th she has sold the house yeah and that's probably pretty common in a place like Royal Oak and with other hot uh, cities in the area. That was a deal. And I don't remember what the price was. I don't even see any notes about price or anything because I don't think we actually got that ask. far. Yeah, I've been like, hey, how would you say curiosity what it sell for? Yeah, I'm going to be sick to my stomach. I'm going to direct Maybe it's better if you out. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but the house was probably worth between 240 and 250 So usually in those price ranges the spreads as a wholesaler we're making are are good five to ten grand you know ten to fifteen generally i should say um five to ten is, is the normal so it's double the triple the usual spreads and that makes it even worse so i don't know if she sold it uh through an agent i don't know if she sold it to another uh wholesaler investor uh, somebody else um, you know marketing online but she sold it and it wasn't to me and that makes me sad so yes so that is what's not working. What Wait, is not does working? Mariah is, work to listen to the podcast. Um, she will. Okay, I don't know if she does. I was gonna say you may have to apologize. Maybe she doesn't listen. Yeah, she'll never know. I don't know. Just let it hang out there. See yeah, what she says. Let's see. <laughs> so, but anyway, in, in a hot market like Royal Oak or any Google AdWords lead, we need to be calling back immediately, making contact. And if we're unable to reach them, then immediately send an email and a text message. I'll do both because sometimes they don't always check their email. Um. All of it comes to my phone, so usually if it's an email or a text, I'm going to see them either one equally. Text first, email second, phone calls third is my preferred order. So um, if we aren't able to reach them and we send an email, we send the text, I would reach out again, like I said, an hour later um, or so. So we need to follow up faster. Follow up faster. That's a big Do you know thing. what we do with the Delia Group with Zillow leads and Realtor.com leads? What's that? You contact within five minutes and you call, leave a voicemail, text, email, and you do that five times throughout the entire day. So you reach out to them at least 15 times. In the same day. Same day. Holy shit. Yep. Because if you don't, the numbers go down very quickly um, on converting them. So I, I know it's not exactly the same thing. These these are better than Zillow or Realtor.com leads, but that's what we do. We just smother them. So, I like it. Yeah. I like it close my computer because it was about walk to it off me. all right never happened all right so was my hands rubbing together yeah funny story i don't know if this is funny i don't know if this makes me angry i don't know if this is one of those ah, moments 
But my story for this week is be careful when you go to closing because you never know what's going to happen. I'm driving to my favorite title company. Uh, I'm driving in and there are complexes in a really big office complex. And I'm cruising in there. Um, just I'm on time. I'm actually a few minutes early. I'm waiting for everybody to show up. And all of a sudden this car just pulls out of nowhere. Actually, there's a stop sign where he, he blew the stop sign and I smashed into the side of him. Bam. Car accident in the parking lot of the title company. <sighs> so my awesome little car is now about to be going into the shop because the front end is just destroyed. It's going to need a whole new front clip. It's also, it's the opposite side of where I hit, where the deer hit me. I, the deer hit me. I didn't hit it. It hit me. <laughs> it Look at where it ran into it. It ran into the side. Um, and it was a poor little baby deer. And it hit the side. And it, was, meh, it wasn't a big deal. Left a little damage. It was like, yeah, I can live with that. Well, now not so much. I've got like a flopping thing going on on my side of my bumper. It looks like shit. So I got to drop that in the in the shop. I have a rental car for probably two weeks again, which that part I won't mind so much. But are they insured? Oh yeah, all right. Okay. They were insured, um, and I I've got full coverage too. So even if they weren't, my deductible will be five hundred bucks. It's not too bad, but it still sucks that you know that it, it bent my frame a little bit too because I can see the. Maybe not the frame, but the frame part of the bumper that kind of goes out if you're watching the video. And like a T almost. And there's it's like dented in. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks. So, yeah, be careful when you're going to your closing. You never know what's going to happen. I got nailed. So that kind of sucked. Is this at Greco or which one? This was, was at Attorney's, yeah. Um, Attorney's time. On, okay. on uh, yep. Northwestern. Yep. Yep. So it's yeah, you do have complex. to be careful in there. They fly through there. Yeah. And I, I know that. I worked there for a year. I was texting probably, In right? and out of that place. I don't think he was texting, but he was a really short little guy. And <laughs> I don't think he could see over the cars that were there. It is kind of a screwy little, if you want to call it an intersection. But he had a stop sign. I had no sign. And I was just cruising. I was probably only going maybe 15 miles an hour. It wasn't that fast. Maybe 20. But, yeah, nailed him. Because he just pulled right out. <laughs> sucked so my funny story this week yeah sometimes shit happens even when you're on your way to your closing and that was a fun closing too i guess i'll tell that story yeah my yeah there's a story here so this this deal this was three houses in detroit that were right in a row um we actually only end up closing on two of them because the middle one they still were occupying it's owner occupied middle house and we get to the closing and this this is something that comes up often with especially detroit sellers can you guess what it is uh, about the closing and about numbers, like dollars about the offer? Oh, yeah. No, they don't want their taxes taken out and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you want me, Mr. Seller, to pay your delinquent taxes for the last two years plus the offer? So you want me to pay you 15, okay, 15000 plus these taxes is what you're telling me now. He insists that we didn't have this conversation, but I know better because anytime I even sniff that that's an issue or that's a confusion, I jump on that because my offer is X dollars, 15,000 minus any taxes that you owe, water bills, stuff like that, liens. I will pay all the closing costs. Newsflash. I read your contract at all. That's also what it says, right? So, and very clear, unambiguous language. So, 
what we did was waste probably two hours of going back and forth and redoing numbers and all kinds of shit. And actually the tenant occupied one, there was one vacant and one tenant occupied um, that was, she was supposed to be out at closing, wasn't out at closing. So that one had to close in escrow. So deal number one, 683 is the address, the last of the address. So 683 was the vacant one. Seller left a bunch of shit in it. Buyer, retail buyer, was like, mm, this was supposed to be broom swept. <laughs> like, um, A, in the city of Detroit, I never use the words broom swept yeah. ever. I don't. Maybe your assumption was, but I never say that. And B, okay, whatever. So they cleaned the stuff out. There's a few little things. But there was um, these taxes that he had owed, and he was insistent on he walk away with 15000 I'm like, Mike, that's not the deal we made. And we've been, this has been a deal that's dragged on for many months too, many months, like three months, much longer than it should have. I had the house sold three times. The whole, all three of the houses sold three times to three different buyers. And finally the fourth one actually closed. Um, so they, he was just insistent on this and it was not going to close. So we ended up working it out after his escrow and all the other stuff. He was going to walk away with like 13, four or something. And I offered him 500 bucks and he got me to 600, $600 and he'll close. I said, all right, I'll write you a check for 600 bucks. You're nice of me. I would have fucking blown up the deal just to fucking blow up the deal. Nah, I need the money too much. Yeah. I like money too much. I'm not going to kill a $4,000 deal for 600 bucks. I think he would have folded. He probably would have. Um, we can do this again next week, buddy. By the time I yeah. filed the claim of interest yeah. and fucked your life up for two weeks, you'll be back here for half. Yeah. How if, about we just do this full <laughs> price right now, Mr. Seller? If this was, um, I was there. Wait, I had another closing to get to my flip. I had to get to the closing for that. I, I really wanted these to close because they dragged on so long and I wasn't going to walk away for a few hundred bucks. I have been in those shoes though. And you've been in the room where I've said, all right, fine. Yeah. See you. We'll do it again. Yep. And they did. And we came back and they came back and paid. Yep. But um, I, I knew we were close enough and he knew. And then the other deal. So $600 and we, my wire or check or whatever was for 4300 So I made, what, 3700 there, uh, less my acquisitions guy. So that was one of the biggest reasons I didn't walk away too is I know that the acquisitions rep on that deal really want that deal to close. That was one of his first ones. He really needed it to close. Um, so I was glad to make sure it happened for him. And then the other one, 701, um, that one, because there was a tenant, the the uh, seller tried to say that there was a water escrow, a water affidavit on file with the city. Okay, you got a copy of it? No. So this one was closing an escrow already because the tenant wasn't out yet. She was moving out over the weekend this was on a friday so we we're going to close an escrow and on monday fund well i said i will go monday as if i'm not busy enough i don't have enough shit to do i will personally go and sit my happy ass in the city of detroit water department always fun i've done it before it sucks but i'll do it again you bring a book and yep <laughs> and wait for them to give me the you know the affidavit and whatever because they won't, although my assistant Rob has has been able to email them, he's been having good success getting emails with them now. He's got a couple of main contact people. He just emails them direct now and they respond. So that's helpful. Um, but before they wouldn't, I had to go there and get this stupid affidavit for another deal. And 
so I told him I was going to do that, and he backs down. No, no, no. I don't, you don't, I don't want you to have to do that. So there was a $780 water bill that he had to pay. Do you really think there was a water affidavit on file? No. Yeah, no, exactly. fucking liar. Exactly. Yeah. If there was... You'd be down there. I'd be down there Monday yeah, getting it. He's seven hundred eighty bucks. Find out there's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, well, fine. Seven hundred eighty bucks. It, it would have been worth it to just say no. I'll wait till Monday. He had to wait till Monday to get paid anyway. You know what I call these? What's that? Ghetto closing tactics. Ghetto closing tactics. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't lived in Detroit long enough, sir or mm-hmm. ma'am. Thank you very much. Yep. Yeah, you called. You folded. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Turns out you didn't have to go down there. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's good. <clears throat> that's a good Excuse story. Me. So that one was good. That ended up closing on Monday um, and funding, again, 4300 It was the same. I paid the commissions out of that um, to the agent, to the agent that brought the end buyer because I actually listed this one. And it worked. It closed. Two more deals done. Acquisitions guy got a couple more deals under his belt. Uh, the lights are on for another week or month or whatever. So it was good. It was what about the deal. occupied one? Aren't you supposed to sell that one too? Or? Yeah, actually what I did because there was so much of a clusterfuck during that whole thing. I just said, you know what, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller in that case, cause the, the wife owns the middle one. Here's the realtor's card. Just call them directly. And they, they wanted to buy the middle one too. I said, you'll get a little bit more money. You'll be able to work it all out. Cause this dragged on for a lot longer. I'm surprised he didn't just blow the deal up. Cause technically I was out of contract too. Never, did, never even did an extension or anything. So, um, basically just referred them and said, "Go ahead, and they'll probably get an extra five grand out of it." So, so I'll be happy. Um, so yeah, a few funny stories, yeah, for you guys. Well, that's what you get paid to do, right? A lot yep. of these times, you're solving problems. That's it. That's that's what you're doing. Doing some some ghetto tactic <laughs> negotiation at the closing table yep. to make sure you get a paycheck. Yep. Um, I got another short story. I would save this. For next week, but by that time, it'll probably be so far gone in my memory, I won't remember. This actually was for this guy. He called Wait, me. Wait, double story. I wish we yeah. could have like the truck sound in the back. Like, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, double story. <laughs> Flip this podcast with double Steve feature. Londo. Double feature story. Go. So this guy, I won't say, you know, he tried to back out. Called me a couple weeks a oh. week later. Oh, it was a fun conversation, too. Oh, yeah. It was like Friday. It was a Friday. Um, sitting in the car waiting to get the kids' haircuts. Um, I was playing Uber Dad again. I do that a lot lately. It used to be Dad Taxi. Now it's Uber Dad because it sounds cooler and it's more realistic. Although I don't get paid. So yeah, they don't pay you. They don't pay me. I pay them pretty yeah. much. So I'm waiting for their haircuts and stuff. And this guy calls and my kid is in the backseat, the middle one. He's This is good. He gets, he gets to see how daddy brings home the bacon. Oh, now. he heard too. You know? And he was like... I'm, I don't want to, uh, I forget what he said. He's like, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but that sounded kind of weird. And I was like, he goes, does that happen a lot? I go, no. He goes, the guy sounded like he was a jerk. I go, oh, he was, but how did it end? He goes, yeah. And he ended up calling me back. Anyway, so I'm getting ahead of myself. He called and tried to back out of the deal and said that I was so slick and I was trying to like, I kind of forced, I forced him to sign. Oh, poor victim. Oh boy. So I, I went out to the house and I looked at it. I made an offer. He countered. I countered and we had an agreement. I wrote it all up. I said, I think I got a purchase agreement on the car. Let me go check. Sure enough. Of course I had one. I I know better. Although I didn't have one recently and that sucked. Um, So I went out there, got it, filled it out, went through it all. And um, he's reading it and I can tell he's still on the the fence. He's not really sure. And he said, I don't really, I don't really like, like the price. 
said what was, you know, well, I, I got questions. Oh, well, I'm right here. What's, what's your question? Well, no, it's really the price. Okay. So two, two things for you listeners and viewers. First off is he wasn't giving me his true objection, right? He was telling me that he, he had more questions. He wants to think about it. I'm not really sure that was what I, was, I well, want to I don't think like about to think it. about an objection. That's what it was. You crushed I, it. I want to think about it. Yeah. Well, what do you want to think about? I'm right here. Be yeah. Great time to ask me a question. Well, uh, him and Hawk. Well, I mean, Jim or whatever his name was, Bob, I think. Bob, um, you know, like I said, I'm a serious buyer. Pay all cash. can close whenever you want. You know, what? what's your question? Well, it's really the price. Well, I wanted this much. Okay, well, I mean, you, we just talked this through, right? You said it needs this, it needs that, and all this, all different things the house needs. And, you know, you told me that this, this price was worth That's why I wrote it down. You said, yeah. Well, I know, but still, I, I really feel like I can get more. Well, I mean, I'm here right now ready to buy. Okay, well, what, what would it get? What, uh, what was the word, the language I used? What's it going to take? For us to get a deal done today. That's what it was. What's it going to take to get a deal done today? Seems like a perfectly reasonable closing question, right? Because maybe there is a number that would get it done today. What right? do you think the response was? Oh, pay the closing costs. Because, of course, I didn't check that box. I, I love that. Even paying the closing costs. Yeah. So even though my website says I pay all the closing costs, my postcard says that, all the literature and shit says that, I always still... That's my last throw in. Hey, can I throw that in as wholesale tip of the week at the end? Maybe you do double yeah. wholesale tip. Double. I learned this from you there too. You yeah. Always save the, I do this. Steve taught me this so many times. I actually did this and just got a contract in Detroit on it. Mm. Yeah. Where, That's a good one too. yeah, like, well, if you, you know, if you, if you sign today, I'll pay your closing costs. I'll still be interested tomorrow, but tomorrow you'll be paying your own closing costs. Yeah. And, that's some straight out of Steve boot camp shit. And it works a lot. Not every time, <laughs> not every time, but, but it, it works work. a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh really? He's just yeah. like, yeah, but not tomorrow, but I'll still be interested. Yep. Yeah. And so it was similar to that. <clears throat> and, um, he, he wanted me to pay the closing costs. I said, all right, I'll pay, if I pay the closing costs, are you ready to go forward right now? Yep. I'm good. All right. Check, change that Boom. initial here, flipped it over to sign. He signed it. You get a picture of him signing. I didn't. You got to do that have. just in case he pulls that shit yeah. again, right? But a couple of weeks later, he, he I think it was a week or a week and a half later. Now, at that point, I'd already had the house sold. My um, buyer's in, in Florida, and he's another wholesaler too, but he also buys and does turnkey. So this was a perfect property for him to buy it, fix it, put a tenant in it, and flip it to an overseas investor. It's perfect. It's, it's his model all the way. And his inspector... Just never showed up. I guess he called and rescheduled. And now he's, it's the inspector's blaming the, the seller. The seller's blaming the inspector. So I didn't sign a contract with this guy. I told him to do his inspection first, but I've sold him a number of deals and thought I, I shouldn't have, but I did it anyways. I do this too much. I'm kind of holding the property for him. Now, granted, if anybody else called about it, I, I would have, you know, called him and said, Hey, I got someone who's, are you going to move on this or not? But, I didn't actively market the deal either like I'm doing now. So um, anyway, I had it sold. The guy's trying to back out. And I'm like, you know, you signed a legally binding contract, right? Well, my lawyer says I can get out of that. I said, <laughs> I said well, your lawyer's not very good. A, I said that your lawyer's not very good. Yeah. And B, your lawyer's just wrong. I said, hey, if you want to battle this in court, I'm like, that's cool. I think it's a huge waste of time. But 
Um, cause he's, he said he'd have to pay me for return my deposit, which of course I didn't give one. And then, um, reimburse me for any expenses like inspection and things like that. I told him I already paid for the inspection cause I'm assuming Rob probably already paid the guy or whatever, but pay for the inspection. I've got my marketing costs to recoup. I've got my driving time, my time, which he doesn't want my hourly rate. He wouldn't like that very much, but, uh, regardless, I've, I've probably have a, a couple thousand dollars worth of investments in time, uh, in this pro in this deal. So I wasn't going to just walk away from it. And I explained to that, explained that to him. And he, he, we ended up, he ended up getting a little loud, which I don't like. Yeah. That's the end for me. He got a little threatening, which that's the one place I don't like to go where you would like to meet, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I happen to know this gym. I can meet you anytime. Any There's place. a cage there. Yeah, you know, Steve does just choke <laughs> people out and shit. You know? So this says the shirt too. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. So I'm like, oh, and I, 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 I commented on that, which I wish I would have held back a little bit. And I'm like, you don't, you don't like where you're going. You need to watch that tone. Cause you're, you're talking to the wrong guy with that, with that one. So anyway, circled that back around he came back to basically well i'm gonna sign but i'm I'm just not happy i'm not happy with you all right cool see ya turns out i can live with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> turns out i don't really i checked shit. my bank account yeah. all fine <laughs> yep now you know i i am in this business to help people i mean that's one of the reasons i do it i like to help people that need to sell their house quickly i'm good at this of course it's to make money uh, and I have a thousand more great testimonials and happy people than I have guys like this. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. He called me back the next week, I think Monday or Tuesday, and apologized to me and said, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I was kind of blah, 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 the whole story. And like, all right, man, that's cool. Um, we'll see you soon. You know, it's all good. I'm going to end up closing this deal. But um, the whole the whole story, I guess, is just sometimes this is going to happen. And it happens – in every city, it doesn't matter if you're in like Detroit or yep. This is this is a Detroit house. This has happened in very nice areas and not so nice areas as well. Um, people change their mind. They have buyer's remorse, so they call you slick salesman guy. That I I do carry a gun, but I don't put it to anybody's head. I don't make anybody sign anything. I don't make anybody do anything. I am persistent as hell. I'm gonna be a pit bull. I'm gonna get the deal if there's a deal there. Um, but you don't just get to change your mind once you sign nope. a sign a contract. Because I and I said this: could I just change my mind and say, "No, nah, I don't want to buy it"? I mean, I guess technically, by the way, my contract's written, I probably could. But but really, no. I mean, I say that every time, and that does not work. What works? I say fucking them up and sending them the claim of interest and yep. the email, and yep. they're so apologetic. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I didn't have to go that route yet. This on this one, um, I'm going to probably list this house on the MLS. I would say. Tomorrow, if I don't have a an offer on it, so that seems to be working good. I sold. Oh yeah, one of the deals that was on last week uh, in Madison Heights. I told you I was going to list it. I told you it was going to sell and sell quickly. I got the contract uh, in my email today. The fully executed contract because there was an addendum for my assignment that I had to add. But I've had this for three, four days already. Um, I think it was three days on the market. Offer. I left it for two days to see if there's anything else. You get a good offer? Only a thousand under asking. So yes, that's, that's good, that's good offer. offer. A thousand under asking. Yes. A thousand over asking, which is 4,000 over what the last price was to my list. So I'll do better. Yeah. So yeah, you hear that. If you are on that list, 313 castdeals.com, you get better deals. 
if I have to list it on the MLS, I have to do more work. I'm going to ask more and I'll get more. So that's right. Cause week two, it gets listed. Week, week two, one, it, gets it goes listed. to the list. Week two, it gets listed. So you snooze, you lose. That's and right. folks keep your fucking crying and whining. You can't find deals to yourself. You know, they're that's coming right. into your email box every week and then they're going and being sold for more on the MLS. Is there any reason why you couldn't buy them and then go list them on the MLS for more? Yep. Of course not. So stop crying. Do deals or don't. So got to wrap this up. I got to get home, but the wifey's birthday today, the wholesale tip of the week, we got two. Actually, one of them is piggybacking off of last week um, where I talked about following, you know, doing one thing, sticking with one uh, niche, if you will. It's, it, it's exactly the same, but I've got this little acronym that you've all heard. Focus, follow one course until successful. So always, always stick with what you're doing until you get to where you're going. Um, when you are in a, in a business like this, so with wholesaling, like I said last week, absentee owners, I don't know why people are so hard on absentee owners, but it, it works. works. It works phenomenally well. And there's no reason you can't make money doing it, especially if you're like a part-timer or you're new and you want to mail a bunch of postcards, you need to mail a bunch of postcards it's low cost. It's probably four to 600 bucks per deal. So for every four, four to 600 bucks you spend on postcards, you're going to get a deal. And if you continue to do that, you will continue to close deals. I did like 50 plus deals with you. I think almost all of them were absentee owners. I think there was a few SEO website things Mm -hmm. for Detroit that came in. Yep. Especially towards the end. I think later he did on. some vacant lists too at the mm-hmm. end, but like at least three quarters of them were absentee owners. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. It's a good list. Easily. Yeah. Works. So, yep. So the, the acronym focus, follow one course until successful. And then the second wholesale tip of the week, we just talked about it, but I'm going to let Jeremy finish it and do it properly during the section. Yeah. So, um, so sneaky little trick that I learned from Steve Landau, and if you have a similar contract that he has in the purchase and sale agreement, is you have some boxes, and one says buyer pays all the closing costs, and one says seller pays all the closing costs. And I always check the, of course, seller pays all the closing costs. There's also a box for 50-50, right? But one of the things I watch Steve do is like, well, look, I really can't pay you anymore. This is the best I can do. But if you sign today, I'll pay all your closing costs. Cause I don't want to have to come back out here. Yep. I'll still be interested tomorrow, but tomorrow you're paying your own closing costs. Yep. And that works so often. I, I hate to throw a number out there, but I think like three quarters at a time. It's a high, I, you know what? Uh, high 75% percentage. of the time is what I had. It's in my head very yep. high percentage. Very I feel good. like I lose like 20 to 25%. Um, but that that's an excellent close. You have that little box there. So you like that little incentive because on most of the deals in Detroit, which is pretty much all of what I do, it's like 50,000 or less. It's only like 750, 800 bucks. Yep. And it gets them every time. It sounds like a lot more to them because they hear closing costs and it's like, well, how much is that? And when I'm negotiating with them, I always say around a thousand bucks. And in reality, it's usually seven to eight hundred bucks. So, yep. and the bigger the house, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, you know, it's about a percent to percent and a half." Yep. They don't do the math in their head; it just sounds yeah. fucking big. It's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right here. So, so that's that's straight out of Steve's mouth and used and practiced and works extremely well. So, yep. again, ninety nine percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> 
or 75% of the time. <laughs> All right. That would be it. Um, I would let Jeremy do the outro as it's not written on my little feet here. But righty, folks. First of all, so you don't miss any deals before they get to the MLS, right? Because you want to do deals. Let's go to 313cashdeals.com. 313cashdeals.com. Put in your email address. Get these deals delivered instantly to your inbox all the time so you don't have to cry yourself to sleep at night wondering why you suck and you're not doing deals. No, I'm just kidding. But you don't want to miss them because if you listen, we're going to do them on the podcast and it's fun. But there is a delay here. You know, we have jobs. We got to make money too, right? If you're thinking about selling your house now or in the near future, go to stevebuyshousesfast.com. And if you want to know all things Steve, go to clickso.com forward slash S Lundo. And that's C L Y X O.com forward slash S L O N D E A U. He's got that French last name, but the money's the same. All right. And also, if you like this, I got lots of feedback. Um, you guys do like this. But here's what we need you to do. We need you to go to either the Flip This podcast page or the Renegade Detroit Investor page and share this podcast, right? And if you haven't already, rate and review on iTunes. This takes a lot of time for Steve and I to come out and take out to do this. We like, we like doing this. It's good for you guys, and it's good for us, too. But just share and help a brother out so it makes sense for him to come in on a Wednesday and record some of these. All right, folks. So if you're listening, like, share, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes and keep the feedback coming. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. And like Jeremy said, like, review, share, and we will see you next team. See ya!